0: And welcome to uh, an Odd Thursday episode of Death Battle Cast. If you're watching um, yep. live. Yes, if you're watching live. Welcome. We are the cast and crew of Death Battle and, uh, and more. Uh, I'm Ben, uh, the voice of Wiz. Joining me is Chad, the Hi. boomstick.
1: I play boomstick.
0: Yep. And then I'm Sam. Sam.
2: And then here you
0: go, Eddie.
3: Your
2: turn. <laughs> oh, I'm Eddie. And then Eddie.
3: And uh, I'm the writing supervisor for RT Animation and a uh, special guest. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love it,
0: guys.
2: <laughs> I am a
1: special guest.
0: That's just his role at Rooster Teeth. He is yeah. a special guest. One of my <laughs> job description. Now, uh, uh, Eddie, you want to, uh, just in case some people watching uh, don't know who you are, what you do, you want to just kind of briefly go over what you work on? Sure.
3: Um, yeah, I do. Most of my work is on uh, Ruby, uh, currently, um, one of the writers of that show. Um, and then also do a lot of uh, brand work with partners and stuff uh, with Ruby. And now that that's going to be um, kind of taking a little bit of a you know, not quite as intense work as it's been for the last like year and a half, um, we'll be kind of helping out with other like RT animation shows um, just as a writing supervisor. And uh, yeah, also uh, worked with uh, some of these guys on the Ruby Grim campaign D and D show, which just uh, finished its uh, run of episodes last week
1: yeah actually yeah. everyone in here including cody behind the scenes worked on that show except yeah. for ben
3: <laughs> yeah i guess i'll leave <laughs> Ben, ben is our special guest for today's <laughs> yeah, episode yeah. of the grim <laughs> Campaign
0: podcast welcome to the grim campaign wrap-up show yeah <laughs> except for me
1: <laughs> dude that show is so much fun to do and it was really cool to see the audience uh, enjoy it a bunch so oh, yeah you, you can do- cr-
2: can we do like a wrap up podcast for the grim campaign called like, the grim champagne? And we just drink champagne the whole time.
1: <laughs> I'm all about it, Sam. Yeah. Okay.
2: Sounds 100%, good. Let's go.
1: You know, all I need is for a clever title days. to be in on a show.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Greenlighted. Uh, I I definitely want to get into uh, the grim campaign with you guys a little bit. Just, just, you know, talk a little bit about it, as well as Ruby and, and what's coming up on Rooster Teeth. Uh, but we definitely, uh, this is Death Petal Cast, obviously, so we should address uh, what's going on with Death Petal right now. Um, the, there is, uh, if you haven't seen the announcement, we have had to delay uh, the upcoming episode, uh, the Red versus Blue episode that was originally planned to air next week. Um, and it, it's, it's sort of a complicated situation, but uh, I, I don't want to necessarily, like, spin it for you guys or anything i'm just going to be up front um the main reason why is because red versus blue zero had to be delayed um and so that sort of led into this discussion of well should the red versus blue death battle be delayed in order to help support red versus blue zero um and it was ultimately decided yes it should so what does that mean um i i I hear you people in the back saying like wait a minute last week you said it was not a, a crossover episode and it's not uh this red versus blue death battle is a standalone death battle. Um, So no worries about that. It's just meant to help support Red vs. Blue Zero because Zero is a very new take on uh, the Red vs. Blue series. And frankly, we just want to support our friends uh, (laughs) who are working on it. Uh, If you haven't heard, uh, the showrunner for this new season of Red vs. Blue is Torian, you know, the guy who's been working on Death Battle for years, uh, as well as Josh and Noelle uh, and a bunch of awesome animators. Uh, the, the Man, the show looks so fucking cool. And yeah. uh, it's going to be really neat. Um, but we obviously want to help support them and make sure that that uh, show gets gets the viewership and and uh, help that it deserves.
2: Yeah, and um, thanks to
0: you guys, Death
1: Battle gets a lot of views. So it's a great platform for us to be like, hey, if you like this, you want to see more action like this, go watch this new show. Check it out. Please support our friends. Uh, yes. Uh,
0: as well as... Uh, so the Red versus Blue battle idea, uh, like I originally pitched it like years ago as just sort of this random idea that I had. Like, oh, wouldn't it, it'd be kind of fun to do this. You know, What if the Reds and Blues actually fought to the death at the, at the beginning of the, the, the series? Uh, it was just an idea that was kind of floating around. Um, so when uh, RVB0 was greenlit, Sean came to us and was like, hey, you know that RVB death battle idea? It might be a good way to help support RVB0, as well as uh, sort of celebrate Uh, the characters of the of rvb's 17 seasons um uh, because not all of them will be appearing in rvb zero some of them will but we can't spoil that um and and uh so this death battle very much represents what red versus blue means to us in a lot of different ways Uh, because frankly we wouldn't be here without rvb um not just because it helped start the company but it also inspired a lot of us to jump into this career as as we are like i i would have never thought without red versus blue frankly i would have been trying my hand at the whole la hollywood thing
2: like years and years ago like that's my backstory <laughs> um, Yeah, for sure yeah. i mean that was the first like the first piece of clothing i ever was like i want to buy merch i bought an rvb hoodie when i was like 15 or 16 like when i had my first car
1: sam showed so me like, rvb yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we sat in your living room, and I don't even know how we pulled it up. I guess you plugged a computer into your TV.
2: Yeah, we were mm-hmm. tech savvy for being what two thousand and three <laughs> or something like that.
1: But yeah, we yeah. were sitting in your parents' living room, and you showed me Red versus Blue. I discovered uh, uh,
3: I discovered Red versus Blue at a LAN party uh back in the day because it was
2: like we is very appropriate
3: we had all had like our computers networked and stuff and then so there was like shared drives where people were just dumping like media and stuff like oh have you seen this have you seen this um you know people had like ripped family guy episodes things like that and then Hmm. i found (laughs) red versus blue it was like just two or three episodes of it maybe even a few more it was like up until they in the first season they took a break for e3 um so maybe five or six episodes but like i took them all watched them At this land party, and was like, "Oh wow!" And then I ended up (laughs) starting my own machinima series that Rooster Teeth saw, and then that's how I got hooked up with Rooster Teeth. Pretty much, way back in 2009.
2: Your land party (laughs) invented YouTube, and y'all just didn't capitalize. (laughs) 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 Basically, we should have done that. Oh man! And then of course. I learned this the other day. Did you know they made YouTube because the two guys, it was like two guys that they were upset they couldn't find a good video of Janet Jackson's nip slip from the Super Bowl in like 2013. And they're like, bah, this is ridiculous. And they made YouTube. Like, that's how that happened. Ridiculous. I have not heard that. But yeah, that's how they made YouTube. Like this prolific thing that changed media. They were like, "Mm, hmm. I mean, it started as a dating site, right? And then it sort of evolved into that. I think so.
0: Yeah. Wow.
3: (laughs) <laughs> I remember the very they first started video. Like a connection thing, I
0: think the first big video I saw on YouTube,
3: and I, f- I feel like this was a thing. Maybe I'm not just making it up. Was um, one of the Saturday Night Live like Lonely Island rap things with Natalie Portman? Maybe. Oh no, no, not with Natalie Portman. It was, it was one of the. Um, yeah, it was one of the like Lonely Island Saturday Night Live rap things that they did. Um, I I can't remember what it was, but they had a joke in there about like Google Maps and uh but yeah i remember that being like one of the first big videos on yeah, it's YouTube. only
2: 15 years old which really is not that yeah. old
1: yeah <laughs> i, I um, think the first thing i ever watched on youtube was uh i know we need to get back to the point of like what our actual plan is i've really derailed this already <laughs> go ahead but <laughs> go sam ahead. and i used welcome sam, to <laughs> the federal <Cassidy>. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> sam and i used to work sam and i used to work at an airsoft company uh together and i remember we were sitting in the warehouse and it was one of the guys it was like a shared the guy who owned the the, the, the warehouse for uh airsoft he also ran a video rental company um and so there was like both the teams were there there's like the guys who worked on the video side and the guys who, who worked on uh, airsoft and the guys on the video side started showing us the um gi joe uh psa oh uh, yeah yeah and i think yeah. that was the mm. first first videos i ever watched on youtube
0: an excellent use of youtube because yeah. yeah. i remember going what is
3: youtube and then <laughs> I, feel like- <laughs> I feel like i watched all those on like e-bombs world Yeah, that yeah.
2: that. oh my god like you yeah. you're the main now dog that shit was yeah. good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> still All up right. and running
0: well bringing it back to the topic at hand the last the last thing about rvb is is that like it also was directly in, uh responsible for um death battle itself because one of the main inspirations um aside from finding goku for superman arguments on forums was uh monty ohms haloid and of course monty would eventually help reinvent what red versus blue is which leads to what Torian is doing now for Red vs. Blue. It's very much inspired uh, by Monty Ohm. So um, there's a lot of things going on in Full that regard. Circle. It's circle. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, because that episode is being delayed, so I can tell you um, that that episode, the Red vs. Blue Death Battle, will be airing now on November 15th for first members and November 16th for YouTube. Does that mean all of Death Battles is being pushed back? No. Uh, we are still airing the planned episode for uh, November 1st, um, uh, which is our second spooky episode of the year. It's like the day after Halloween. It was so close. so damn Yeah, close. We,
2: it's the best you can do, you know?
0: <laughs> so uh, we do have a little uh, reveal trailer for that. So I think it's a good time to go ahead and show you what the next death battle is going to be. Let's go ahead and play that.
1: stuck stock did somebody record
3: that i don't know i don't have to decide
2: just ooh. some weird <laughs>
0: yeah it just now. sounds like someone <laughs> j- jumped into a booth real fast nick had to edit that pretty quickly yesterday so it might have just been nick like <laughs> oh, yeah. it sounded like <laughs> it might have been
2: i feel like we've been talking about doing this one for like three years now and yes. it's always been like oh yeah how do we like we know it's gotta be a near halloween episode like it's two oh, yeah. werewolves it was just like really obvious it's like you don't do that one in February. Nobody fucks with werewolves <laughs> in February, right? Like it's, it's, they're not cool anymore. So glad we Is got it, it really close to Halloween. It's be a fun <laughs> one. <laughs> Is that the title of this week's episode? Nobody
0: fucks with werewolves in, in <laughs> February. February.
2: <laughs> I mean, maybe,
0: yeah, maybe. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god yeah we, we've we have been talking about doing this one for for years um, we are very excited to finally be doing the werewolf battle uh, saberwolf from killer instinct a series which I know a lot of us are big fans of versus John Talbane from Dark a series which a lot of us wish got a lot more love um, we are yep. we are so happy to, to be working on this finally and Luis's team has been doing an incredible job um with putting this animation together it gets violent y'all <laughs> like it is uh it is a halloween episode through and through uh if you do not like blood and guts <laughs> it's not an episode for you but then again why are you watching death battle <laughs> uh it, it's it's going to be a fun one uh, so that this is episode is the second
2: time we've had dark stalkers too right like we had felicia like Third. 9 years ago Felicia was like season one, but I'm pretty yeah, sure we have like
1: 201.
2: No, wait, that wasn't that's not
1: Darkstalkers. Um because that's was who Felicia was fighting. I don't think we have.
2: And that's Felicia Blaze Blue, yeah. yeah the, yeah, the yeah. cat girl from Blaze Blue, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that's that was like Tal nine Kong years ago. It's crazy that we've never had Darkstalkers in the last nearly decade.
0: <sighs> yeah, we've talked we about might. Morgan, but we haven't put her in. Morgan is a character that comes up every so often. Um, there are a bunch of different matchup requests for
1: her. Like, we get a lot of Morgan versus Buffy, which makes me laugh. Um,
2: Buffy wins, 100%. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think <laughs> Buffy, Buffy, walks Buffy walks away with
0: <laughs> yeah. um, so that one. Buffy gets wild. So that
2: episode... to do Buffy Blade. I still think that's a good episode. Buffy, Buffy Blade, Blade is still dope. Think slaps. Mm. Buffy Blade is dope.
0: Which, actually, uh, on that note, Eddie, I don't think anybody um, might have prepared you for this, but we will be announcing a new community death battle matchup at the end of the episode, and okay. we will let you help pick The characters, so start thinking about characters that you would like to see in a death battle. Serious or absurd? I love when whatever our guests do.
1: are on before time and they're like, is there anything we should know? We're like, nah, we just kind of have fun and go. And well, then in the middle I, of the I, episode, I, we're, yeah, like, oh, no, wait, we're, we're like, loud. you should be thinking about you this. Thinking about uh, this.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I told them we we're doing the George Jetson, for Fred Flintstone. I forgot that you you get forced to pick one. But you know, just say <laughs> two Putting yeah, like you two on the names, spot.
0: So <laughs> yeah. No, uh, no we, we can pick whatever for that. If um, not, you can always
1: pull from the chat, which we have open. Yes. So
0: hi, Yes, absolutely. Yes so... Saber Wolf versus John Talbane will debut on November 1st for first members and November 2nd on YouTube. Uh, then the Red versus Blue Death Battle will be in the next slot after that. Um, so basically, we just got kind of an empty slot coming up this next week where a Death Battle would normally air. This is not going to be a Death Battle, but then we're moving on as normal um, uh, every two weeks. And it should be fine. Um, so uh, apologies for anybody who was like really excited and planning to like, um, uh, spend some time watching that episode um, uh, next week. Uh, you know, we're bummed too, that it has to be pushed. But uh, I do want to say I really appreciate um, the support that we got when we, when we made the, those initial tweets. Uh, I wasn't entirely sure how people would react, honestly, to us having to delay a death battle episode. Um, and a lot of people seem to just support us and 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 trust us um before we could get into this explanation we obviously can't have such a big explanation on uh twitter uh you know so it's it's sort of like throwing uh 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 a a post out to the wolves and hoping that everybody understands and And, yep and uh (laughs) i i can't thank you all enough for trusting us and and being supportive like it, it really means a lot um and it's it's definitely something that we will be thinking about and, and always remember. So, I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you so much. And I wasn't uh, really liking that
1: pun.
3: Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah,
1: oh, it's, it's time for the green okay, campaign talk. You. I don't need to be
0: here. Hey, let's talk about solid. what's going on.
2: Not that long ago, coming out with your friends was uh well. There was a lot of process. You had to find out where you're going, what you're wearing, who's going, which all of this. Now, send out a send out a Google link, hang out with your friends, and you know what's best to do with your friends? Have a Miller, cause boom, you got Miller time. Let me tell you. The year's the year, it's the stuff, everything's weird. Just have a beer and try and enjoy a few moments with good friends because that's a smart and healthy thing to do. Uh, so yeah, whether you're toasting uh, in person or you're cheersing from afar, Miller Lite has always been about bringing you and your friends together from Miller time. In socially distanced world, enjoying a Miller light with your favorite people looks different from uh, them before, but staying connected is still just as important. What does Miller Light look like for you? Well. For me, it's uh, what this looks like because I do it on the internet with my friends. Um, yeah, today it's recommended that you keep your social circle small, so how are we connecting with our friends? Online. How are we doing it? With Miller's because that's a good way to do it. Miller Lite, great taste with only 96 calories and 3.2 carbs. However, you and your friends are enjoying Miller Lite Uh, it's the original light beer, and you can now get it delivered by going to MillerLight.com slash cast and find the delivery option near you. Celebrate responsibly, Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. That's wonderful. Great beer. Enjoy.
0: Uh, what is going on? We got Ruby coming up. We got a Ruby Volume 8 trailer out, so that's pretty dope. Yeah, we got a trailer for that yesterday, which
3: is pretty cool. Um... Yeah, been wait, been waiting on that one to come out. How how are you feeling about about that one, Eddie? Are you uh, psyched? I am. I'm psyched. Uh, I'm always like, anytime like a show that you worked on is about to come out, you're like excited, but also like crazy nervous <laughs> just about it. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's. Uh, I think I was probably. I'm probably more nervous for this one than I was for Volume Seven, uh, just because Volume Seven was like my first time writing on the show um but i was like more excited um whereas this one is kind of like all right well we're, we're there's a lot of expectations uh rolling
0: into this so yeah the, the the initial <laughs> excitement's kind of worn off and now you're like oh god like i'm yeah. responsible for this now <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah
3: yeah i'm really looking forward to the season it's a uh it's a longer than normal season um 14 episodes instead of 13. um yeah, most of them land right around thirteen, but we got fourteen for volume eight because there was just so much stuff that we needed to get through. Um, and yeah, and and we're also it's also when you're when you're kind of going into like headcanon territory, that always gets a little bit nerve-wracking. Um, just because for so long people have wanted to be in an Atlas and people have kind of like fixated on like, here's all the stuff that like should and needs to happen in Atlas, and then once you <laughs> inevitably start colliding with those things, like you know you're there's
0: yeah there's a lot of pressure there this is uh oh, yeah, this is part sure. of the story that's been kind of building up to for a very yeah, long time yeah. so everybody everybody has their own expectations and meeting those is difficult yeah
3: um but yeah so i'm i'm super excited uh just because with uh volume you know we got greenlit for volume seven eight and nine at the same time um so you know i I think some people think that that means that it's like one single story that spans three volumes. And I don't like to think of it about that way so much as like um, kind of a specific character slash character's journey um, for three volumes. And that was the thing that we committed to, um, right? Like what character emotional beats um, are really important to us to tell through seven, seven through nine. And uh, that's, I, I'm, I'm just excited. Uh, to kind of see where where all that goes and how people respond to those things there's there's it's some awesome. bangers there's some bangers in this volume <laughs> like oh, I bet. there's some banger <laughs> episodes in this volume so on that we'll though go.
2: like because I, I feel like in if we can keep talking ruby mm-hmm. but like on the like writing side of things i always feel like ending a character like in like or not ending but leaving off like the, like finishing a character's arc is like always the hardest thing do you, like, what do you look to in other characters? Like, when you think, like, oh, that character in that like franchise ended great. Like, are there examples you have off the top of your head where it's like, oh man, that's a great way to like polish off a character story? Oh man, I'm trying to. Think. You know,
1: John, that's a question that'll span all genres and media that you've ever watched. So on the spot, <laughs> yeah, please. <that's> just coming <laughs> out here trying to slam some writer
2: questions on the table. So. yeah, <laughs> no, for
1: sure.
3: Man, now I gotta like think about that for a second.
1: Uh one of the most depressing ones was Kenshin Homura, I'll say that.
3: <laughs> that was not at all how I thought that was gonna happen. Uh now yeah. I think about um like I really like, you know, I mean it's it's kind of a cheesy answer, but like with my hero, right? Like I love what what's gone on with uh, Bakugo over uh three or four seasons, right? Like this mm-hmm. anytime that you can take a character that looks like one thing on the surface and there's still that thing, but like you see like another little element to it, right? Like it doesn't fundamentally change who that person is. Um, right. You, but you understand it in a different way and it becomes kind of endearing in its own way. I I'm always a big mm-hmm. fan of that.
0: Absolutely. I think Bakugo uh, is one of the most interesting characters that that's been created in a while. Cause it's very much, people would probably expect that to be like, Oh, it's the Sasuke of my hero or whatever. And it, it's, he sort of is, but, also not, um, he could very much be uh, he's, he's almost like a, uh, an extreme version of a typical anime protagonist, um, where that, like, that will to win has just been amped up to a million degrees. Uh, but then uh, there's a reason for that that is very similar to the, the main character's own mo- motivations, which is really interesting. Um, but but I, uh, on your point, Sam, I guess the idea of, of wrapping up a character um is interesting in, in in a show like Ruby because it's a show that is continuous and so when the character is wrapped up, it supposedly wrapped up, like the show's still going, so it's more it's less wrapping up and more so going into the next arc of that character's story. Uh would you say that's more so how the show sort of works for you, Eddie?
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um right? It's all about like where where are all these characters going by the time the show ends and you know uh i've, I've been saying this like a little bit and uh, the first time i made this tweet like people people read into it and i should have known better than to use the word ship um <laughs> right what, but, like I mean, ruby fan base no yeah way. exactly like and so my thing <laughs> is that like like big ships like turn slowly Right, and so I've I, I've been saying that, and people always like people thought I was talking about like ship ships, and I was like, no, 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 I just oh. mean like large boats,
1: right? Like, they, they were, like, you like to say ship ships, and, uh, like that's
2: not ships. Like, yes. <laughs> it took it. Yeah. What's what funny that, is
1: I didn't know what I didn't know about the whole shipping thing, like until I started Ruby Rewind, and like
3: yeah. once it's like, yeah, oh, you're gonna host Ruby
1: Rewind, and I was like, okay, cool, and then it was just like, everybody starts throwing out ship 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 ship, and I'm like, what? Is the- you we talking about out. and i was like, they're like yeah it's like a relationship they ship them I'm like oh okay i got it and then i went oh like because i saw like the ruby I mean, subreddit and, you, like, you
0: like, were on an anime show with funimation for years i know
2: for <laughs> it
1: never
0: came before. up it never came yeah. up
2: yeah, even so, doing grim campaign i feel like half the comment section was, was just like shipping the... stuff yeah oh yeah for
3: sure <laughs>
2: yeah Asher so like, Phoenix with...
3: came up a lot. Any show where you've got, like, that many characters and, like, that big of a story, like, spanning, you know, um, like, all these different events, right, It, it, you know, it unfortunately, right, and that's just the nature of how the show was built and, like, what it is, right, like, it's, it's a show with, like, a million characters that has, like, a two and a half hour runtime, right, you have to think of every season as, like, an Infinity War right? Each character only gets, (laughs) right? Each character only gets the amount of touch time that like an Avenger might get in one of those movies, especially the later ones, right? Like if there's 15 characters, right? You, you know, everyone, you got to treat everyone like a little Star-Lord, right? They get these two or three kind of like bigish moments, but everything else is um, kind of like colors to that. And you have to make sure that all those pieces fit. Um, And so, you know, that's just the way the show is. And, you know, we can't, change that unless all of a sudden we were to kill like 80 percent of the characters and then it wouldn't be the same show um so it's, you heard it here folks uh yeah so in the next like, volume
0: 80 percent of the characters uh, are just gone no do not
3: someone's gonna quote me on that that's yeah <laughs> it's, it's already out there but no so that's the thing is that like it so it's anytime that you're trying to like like zero in on like a handful of characters and what you want their emotional journey to be it is gonna take two or three seasons um to make the kind of progress um that you would really like to make um right each season is a stair step um and and i, I like to think of it the same way as those like in, like when you look at like civil war infinity infinity war in game um you get like that same amount of touch points
0: and character turns for sure and 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 that whole idea i mean that's not unique to ruby yeah, yeah that's absolutely. generally how a lot of these sort of shows work um where like there's a main plot yeah. that is the basis of like the season and then the character plots or, or stories yeah. expand throughout multiple seasons and that mm-hmm. makes sense yeah well i feel um, like it's a little
3: bit different with ruby just because of the runtime right like the mm-hmm. you know what i mean like we're not being a web show yeah we don't have 13 20 minute episodes you know we have 13 like 15 minute episodes which is a significant like loss of you know i don't want to say loss because i don't want to talk about like it's a bad thing right but it just is kind of uh the way the show works there's less screen time, right? So you have to treat everything a little bit more delicately when you can.
0: Yep. For sure. Although I think the idea that Ruby focuses on individual teams of people helps with that regard. Uh, So you can keep the story focused on these individual groups while everything else is going on around them.
1: Especially now that they're back together.
0: Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Well, that's awesome. Uh, I hope everybody's excited for Volume 8. Jeez, the team, the animation team has been killing it it's it's so cool uh uh seeing what they've been doing with this with this season um so uh that that's that's coming up very soon right yeah November seventh is uh is when that that starts
3: so i'm yeah i'm very much looking forward to it i have the the entire volume exists now in some form right like the, not you know obviously not all animated right but there's animatics for for pretty much everything so like during i'm off on vacation this week so the other night i actually just like watched the whole thing <laughs> oh really uh, yeah which was which was pretty cool to like sit down and just be like all right i'm just gonna like
0: go through all this um that's awesome oh my so god yeah i'm that was that was a, that was a trip <laughs> it's gonna be cool uh yes i see people in the chat saying like wait is there a trailer out yes there is a trailer out, yeah, it just new came trailer. out yesterday <clears throat> definitely check that out um just i think Rooster twitter posted it Facebook has posted it it's everywhere you can just look up yeah it's you on May youtube it. i think ign got it
2: first um so yep. yeah yeah, yep. Well, yeah that's, that's some... when you know you're doing all right when ign comes for that exclusive yeah like <laughs> <laughs> for the trailer yeah
0: yeah uh yeah it's some some crazy shit is gonna go down i mean if, if you remember the little bit of what, what happened at the very end of the last volume you're already ready for it uh, it's it's gonna be crazy um but man so uh, kind of shifting gears but still talking about ruby um we mentioned it a couple times but i don't know if if a lot of people watching right now know what it is uh can you guys explain what the deal is with this grim campaign what
2: the heck is the grim campaign <laughs> sure. Uh, sure uh yeah we wanted to do a D show and then so we did one um God, sam, really. that's the quick wrap up there yeah we did ruby d and d uh it's a first show so yeah you can sign up for first memberships uh i'm sure there's a lower third cody can pull up here to tell you more about that but yeah uh, just put cody on the spot cody yeah make a lower third real fast Do it. yeah we usually so, there's a first membership lower third so i thought maybe yeah but yeah point is well that think, one.
1: so yeah, okay. sam pitched the idea of doing a ruby d and d show and uh in very like old school screw attack fashion. They're like, great, you pitched it, do it. Um, So there we go. Perfect. That's a (laughs) great little thing. Um, But no, Sam got together with Ben Ernst, Cody, Eddie, and started planning like this whole thing like, hey, how do we create a whole custom campaign, custom rule set to make it really feel like your these characters are ruby characters um and hey why not make it canon and like set it back in time a little bit and eddie write a really cool story that they have to go through that tells more about the world of remnant um while also again figuring out all of these mechanics and how aura works and semblances and all this fun stuff then on top of that um they partnered with Talespire, which is a game that's in early access or it's in beta on steam um, which is like a custom campaign building software for Dungeons and Dragons. Got our own Grim models imported into it, got us early access. So and then got it sorry, and then also got the animation team involved so that when we who were playing it got to create our characters, they got to be drawn. We have little mini animations for them. that was
3: one of the most exciting pieces of this whole thing is watching like those characters like get those first passes and stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It, it was but it awesome. Was, like I really wanted to have the, like, little characters so yeah. we could make it kind of, like, a visual novel. Like, I thought, like, uh, just Persona 5, like, that was kind of what I was going for, not necessarily in style, but in just, like, concept of, like, yeah, that, like, having that <laughs> next to the character. Thankfully, Cody was it's also the TD and a huge part of Grifant oh, Pain, sad. so he's got assets on hand. Um, so yeah. sad. <laughs> uh, Should have picked the yeah, best character. Yeah, having that, like, visual novel element of it was super important to me to, like, just... Because whenever it was like, "Hey, do d anD D show," is like, how do you make it different since yeah. there's so many D anD D shows? So it was like Correct. that well, and Talespire, which was just a complete like shot in the dark. There really we go. Just got on much better. Like for the Talespire <laughs> thing, I just went to their Discord and was like, "Who a businessman?" And they were like, <laughs> "I'll help." And that was like, it was the most haphazard shit way to do it, but it worked out great, and we got uh, their help, and it was awesome. Program beats
1: yeah so man but but that's what's so crazy to me it's just like okay we're gonna do a ruby d d show and like seeing this is the first d d show you you've ever run and like just like there was so much work by everybody that was put into this and it came out so good it's also like heavily edited and when i say that like that doesn't mean that it's bad it's more like some d d shows are so hard to get into because they're like two to three hour long episodes right and this is like it's edited so well that like you get everything that we accomplish, you get the important stuff, you get the fun, and yet it's all, they're usually about forty five minutes to one hour, and there's also a lot of work done in sound design, so it's like a really immersive yeah. experience, especially yeah. by being able to see us on the board when we're in combat or see our characters pop up when we make some expression. There's also really cool well, background art, like
2: yeah, and just like sound really took it over the fucking top because being sure. able to hear, really like. Did. Bow strings and stuff, just these little touches in the background, and like you know, that sword clash when an attack happens, like it just made it so much more entertaining and like fun to watch and follow and like work with. Yeah, the sound, every little bit of it came together and made it a lot better than the sum of all its parts, which was a nice bonus for uh, as the producer of it, I was like, Oh, shit worked nice, <laughs> <laughs> dude,
1: it well, came like. Shout out to everybody who worked on that. I just got to, you know, make a character and then play along and be stupid and fun. Uh, but so much went into it. And it's so cool.
0: I mean, the episodes are about an hour long ish, yeah, right? Yeah, 45, 45 to an hour, hour yeah, each. One. Yeah. Yeah. How long were the those sessions like three hours? Original? three, three, three hours, hours each about.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah I to be fair, we, we probably like set up recap. Like, yeah, there was right, there was yeah. a lot of um, two to two
1: and a half
3: hours. Yeah, we probably only played <laughs> yeah. two and a two and a half hours. But yeah, that still yeah. got cut down to about 45 we... minutes.
0: Yeah, well, that's a and D session, right? You're yeah, you're there for normal. three hours, but you don't actually only play for one and a half. Yeah, we was, yes. was talking about it.
2: That's pretty much D and D. It was, was interesting show. because like
3: Chad had never really played D and D, so when we were doing never. some of our practice sessions and they'd take three hours long, Chad's kind of like, "Is this gonna be boring?" <laughs> like, <laughs> that was kind of the vibe you were giving off, like. <laughs>
1: No, dude, I, I love recording that show. God, it's so much fun. Like, we all look forward to it every week. But uh, no, it was the intro. That's what you're thinking of. The very first one. Because, like, I was yes. like, I had so much fun playing this. I was like, I really, like, when, you, when you're when you making shows for the internet, like, man, like, you've got, you've got, like, you don't have much of a chance to, like, get an audience. You, you basically have one chance to get your audience hooked into it. They're going to watch, for like, the first, like, maybe minute if you're yeah. lucky. And if they yeah. don't seem interested, like... They're gone forever. Like you know, like they'll never like. No, I tried it. It was boring or whatever. Um, so that was my big fear at the very beginning. I was just like, we need to like right out the gate, like,
3: yeah, this is what we're doing. Let's go. Uh, and so and then, yeah, especially I, threw, since, and then like, I threw
0: you guys out of a plane. So that it was like, amazing. <laughs> especially since like uh, you know, take it back five years or whatever, and and the general consensus among YouTube was like uh yeah. long form content has no place here you you gotta make it 10 minutes or less or nobody's gonna watch yeah. and then shows like critical role came along and was like "Fuck that, <laughs> like, that that's not we're not doing yeah. that and it still worked uh so figuring all that out you know is obviously uh, uh tricky but oh my god is this the, was that the miniatures yeah, yeah. that was, that was yeah. the look the at tailspire cool with our with grim
3: it. with our grim characters in there so yeah i mean uh, yeah the thing about like yeah. with the grim campaign is that um right like it, we wanted it to be set apart just like visually right like not look like other dnd shows so we have these kind of like that visual novel element we've got like the characters and the representation with tailspire which added a lot um just for the audience and for our players um and we had all this art this you know uh, we really wanted it to stand apart that way but then also like even though it's set in the world of ruby i don't think it's it requires uh, ruby knowledge to understand the story and to get into it right because we i feel like we handled those things as as they came up i mean it feels like D still
0: uh just it's also like not a little bit of a directly flare. connected to any volume it's its own sort of timeline
3: i mean yeah like not, yeah it's a couple not, of years before and uh yeah. it's got it's it's got like some cool nuggets in there for people that that watch the show um yeah yeah and that
1: was also one of the things that was really fun to play with because we had carrie and eddie there so like i would like i think chris played a lot it too. but i would love to be like well it's canon so now you have to
3: say what is this thing you know like <laughs> say it say it and then it's, it's we would we would totally lore. decline sometimes we're like no we're not get, we're not gonna commit to that <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna do that <laughs> oh my god oh man oh, that's um, kind of fun. but no it was ah. really
1: cool like play, every, the way everybody like like, each person's character is completely different and like they somehow yet all work together in this really fun dynamic um and it's it was just so much fun it's such a cool mix of interesting ruby story uh us just joking around and having a lot of laughs but then also like some really awesome cool serious moments uh so i highly suggest you check it out please go i really want to record more so yeah, yeah still, and, and, and love to be able oh, to do shit. more
0: think just thinking about taking a three hour shoot four hour shoot it's all one big you know story essentially and then uh, getting the editing team done and sound team to work on that uh that's a lot of work uh to make it as cool as it is uh so huge props to the production team for that and four did an amazing job
3: yeah
1: we also helped a little bit because there were times that we're just like okay we have to cut that uh <laughs> is that helping though
0: or is it just adding more work to them like okay make sure you cut that
1: in this <laughs> but then we found really good like uh pc ways to nod to that stuff <laughs> throughout <laughs> the campaign the stuff that we knew would get cut or uh, stuff yeah. that happened in our playtest yeah it was Welcome super d session it was Things definitely interesting sometimes
3: oh yeah well that was the thing Is like it was interesting from a writing standpoint right like of knowing kind of the story but also like wanting them to be able to do what they wanted to a point um so like a lot of it was like these events are going to happen pretty much no matter what but i wasn't going to force the characters to look at them from a specific angle it was more like these are the things that are going to happen and they may be there for them or they may not like i'll try to steer them to a place where they could like get the best view of it right but that didn't always happen um
1: yeah, or they might spend an hour fighting uh, an endless wave of uh, grim on a bridge because we thought that would be the best strategy until we finally realized, like, oh, maybe we should just
0: move on. Uh, <laughs> so you didn't, like, railroad them one direction. It, it was entirely possible that they were going to just do something crazy that would yeah, horribly like I would, mess
3: up the canon. <laughs> I would try to do things. Like, I had an idea of, like, this is what I want to happen, and, you know, we'd plan out certain things for an episode, right? But I never tried to, like... Force it in any particular direction. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that happened in the last three or four episodes that was never part of, right? Like the original direction for the story. I mean, they end up going on a heist, and like that was never even really, <laughs> even really like a part of like our our initial yeah um, story kick around Adding stuff.
2: That Ocean's Eleven spice though was a great. It worked out really well. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: that was fun. Uh, yeah, no, that was, right. and that's a
3: huge testament to Eddie as a
1: DM because he rolled with us and. Throughout the process, we learned a lot about Eddie as a DM and he learned a lot about us. (laughs) So uh, it it was great. All right. Well, how can
0: people watch the Grim Campaign? First episode is free on
1: roosterteeth.com. So you can head to roosterteeth.com and just search Grim Campaign. That's Grim with two M's. Um, And then if you like it, the whole first season is out right now. So you can sign up for a first membership trial if you're not a first member, and you can watch it all. And then maybe stay a first member and say that you're staying a first member because that show is so great and you want more of it.
3: Yeah, I mean, Ruby, you know, <laughs> yeah, do, yeah, Ruby, do Ruby's coming one. out in a couple yeah. of weeks anyway. You know,
0: go ahead and uh, get that first membership. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think now's a good time to jump into this
2: week's community death battle. So, uh, you know what a lot of people don't want to talk about? your wiener, uh, and more specifically uh, the times where it may or may not work so good. But it's uh, not something you need to afraid, be afraid to talk about or hide or anything because let me tell you, this right here, ED happens to a lot a lot of men by the age of 40, and uh, almost 40% of men, men struggle with ED apparently. So if this has happened to you, you're not alone, and the dumbest thing you could do is not get help for it or think that that's just that, like, and that's the way life is, because you'd be very long. HIMSS uh, can connect you with licensed medical professionals online to see if prescription treatment is right for you. Uh, Hims, you don't have to deal with in-person conversations. You're not going to an actual doctor, which is very good for our social distance life right now. You, they're doing it online, and uh, you know you can get a confidential review, and if appropriate, send prescription treatment straight to your door. Uh, nice, discreet packaging. Don't have to worry about it at all. So, if E.G. W- if E.D. was just between you and you know your partners, that's tough enough. But knowing you could uh, disappoint said partner. That makes it three times more as difficult to deal with, so now hymns gives you an easy solution. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a subject that is maybe not the most comfortable to talk about, but genuinely a subject that if you suffer anything from it, you should never be ashamed or embarrassed. You should just seek help and see what your options are because there is no reason to not do that. It's the smart thing to do, and uh, I will always advocate for the smart thing to do, so yeah. Go to 4 and it's uh, 4hymns is all about male wellness. And you know, they got all sorts of stuff. It might not be this, it might be hair loss or hell, just some vitamins or a sleep aid or something like that. Hymns has got everything. And uh, COVID home tests, yeah, they, these guys are killing it right now. They got all sorts of stuff that might be useful for your life. Check it out and go to hymns.com. You can try Hymns today by starting with our free online visit. Go to 4 slash cast for your free visit. That's 4 slash casted. Cast E-D. ha ha slash cast E-D. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash cast E-D. Yeah, go check it out. Be smart. Treat your body well. And chase your happy. Don't be an idiot and just accept sad. Bye. Okay, Okay. You,
1: know you know what I just realized, Ben? Eddie's off What's the up? hook. He's off the hook for creating a community death battle because we oh, promised everybody that last week it would be Ice Bear versus whoever we felt oh, was great Eddie, from the comments. He, do you
2: watch We Bear Bears?
3: No, I do not. I, I've seen like yeah. a do you watch couple we of Bear episodes.
2: No, that's
1: great. You should great. watch, you should watch them. Incredible. Watch them with your girls. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah, I've seen like a like one or two episodes with them. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, it's fantastic. Talk about them. somebody making about excellent short form content. Those guys kill it. Like
0: crazy.
3: You sure. go. <laughs> I'm gonna
1: pull up last week's.
0: Cool. Yes. So, um, as always with the community death battle, we present some random idea. Whoever comes up with it, um, and let you guys let us know who you think should win and why. And then we just sort of argue about it here. Uh, so last week, Cole pitched the idea of Fred Flintstone versus George Jetson. Which is hilarious. <laughs> um, so I believe we should have answers uh, from Twitter, correct, to Sam?
2: Yeah, we, we uh, should So let's go ahead us. and bring up the first one. We should. Oh, cool. Yep, 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 yep.
1: Hold on. Wait. Did Sam not get them
0: to Cody?
2: And bye. Yeah. <laughs> so the first
0: one <laughs> is probably Fred Flintstone, and that he's super I mean,
2: I can just read them for you if you want, but sure, I don't no have all of them here.
0: Just make sure to say the name of the per of the. Yeah. Of the so Ryan Coates
2: uh, is like, I mean, Fred Funstone may be, may have a raw strength and physical advantage, but George Jessen has got a full on future tech arsenal. Uh, he will just use that and take out Fred. Hell, he's just got, he'll probably get a giant space laser and cause another extension extinction event. Which is, I think, what a lot of people in the comics were leaning to is George Jetson has like a bunch of, they're in the future, right? He literally has a flying car, which I feel like you could just run into somebody with traditionally, but also Fred gets hit by cars multiple times in his fight, so probably not.
0: Does he have a giant laser, though? I don't
2: know. I don't remember ever,
0: ever having a giant extinction event laser. Okay, I, he so, does have a
2: bunch of weird stuff. Like, Rosie, I, like... I think, would be the one that has more shit. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. I feel like you could
3: make the same analogy with, like, us now. Like, we would be, like, people would, like, look at us as, like, future men. Right? Um... <laughs> right. Sure. So, like, <laughs> like, if you put, like... I don't know, Fred Flintstone. That dude looks like six two, like two hundred and fifty pounds, right? Like, put him in a room, like fifteen <laughs> feet away from any of us, right? Yeah. Do you think, even though I've got like an iPhone in my pocket, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> exactly,
1: <laughs> and he's that's gonna make a
3: difference. You're <laughs> talking about that because yeah. he
1: he gets that car moving with just his feet. Well, so- like. Yeah. Do you you have an answer
2: for for, for, uh... caveman bones? (laughs) Do you have an answer for Fred? Yeah, I don't know. uh, I sent just sent it to Cody. I don't know if it'll be pulled up, but this one's from uh, our dear friend Alex Bamberg, which we all know and love, and haven't seen Alex. Uh, For clarification, Fred regularly bowls with actual boulders heavier than George. Well, George likely (laughs) has a host of gadgets to choose from. He's also a simpleton and likely can't operate them without self harm, which is true because George does like nothing for Nothing for himself. All the Jutsons like. They don't even dress themselves. They wake up and a robot dresses them, right? Yeah. Like, they don't do anything. And so having even if seen... he had a giant laser right there, he would probably just look at it and be like, go. Yeah, I don't know. And yeah. expect like, having it seen... to do something. What? Like, have you all seen, like, really young millennials, like, try and do jobs and stuff? They're getting worse at this. I <laughs> feel true. like by like, George Jetson's <laughs> time, awful. They can't do anything. So what, what was his job at Spacely George's...
1: Sprockets, though? Does anyone remember what his actual job was there?
2: I want to say sales, <laughs> I have no idea. He just seems like a sales guy. Yeah, I don't up. know. He's like their
3: social media manager or something. <laughs> <laughs> George Jetson job. Uh, I was just about to Google that he is a digital index operator.
0: Uh, okay, so he just works on spreadsheets all day, I think.
2: Yeah, that, that adds up too. Yeah, that does add
3: up. <laughs> That dude All right. would be useless in a fight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. George's primary job requires him to repeatedly push a single button, or on occasion, a series of multiple buttons. Uh, or a computer named Rudy. Yep.
2: Why would they not replace him with a robot? This yeah, show. Why not? Isn't oh my God, Dad.
1: George complains of his heavy workload pushing a button on and off as many as five times for three hours, three days a week. <laughs>
2: Yeah! Wow! Yeah! I bet that George's guy can't even
3: run it. like 15 feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah like, he probably yeah. hasn't like ever in his life. Yeah, because he's in this conveyor belts and stuff. Yeah. Oh Where my they god! they take Astro out to walk, but they don't. <laughs> oh my god! Huh. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's screwed. My vote's Fred. He's
1: screwed. <laughs> Have we even read yeah, the We Fred. haven't read the Fred one yet? Yeah, we did. <laughs> we just we did. We it, it was from yeah. Alex
2: Bamberg. Yeah. He oh, bowls boulders yeah, of of heavier than yeah.
1: than I got distracted. Yeah, yeah. Got it, got it, got yeah, it. Yeah, he literally Fred, hundred percent bowling
0: Fred. with like full size boulders. Like, yeah. Hundred percent Fred. Maggie Maggie is going going off of what Eddie had said.
3: Oh, oh, what she, she got to say? I was saying Maggie has chimed in that spreadsheets would be an advantage in a fight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is the Maggie shit to say. Yeah. I
2: <laughs>
0: well, I was I was almost going to go with, with build off of what Eddie said and be like, well, if they are just in a room together, maybe uh, Fred would have an advantage, but, you know, in a wider arena, maybe uh, George would, but I'm... No, I think Fred has got this regardless of what situation we throw them in. Yep. You know, I really like
1: if- Eddie's response, though, too.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like <I think> <laughs> If you put them in a room together, yeah, yeah. that iPhone's not going to have any <laughs> <laughs> not going to do any good against the giant, muscular Fred Flintstone. Yeah, 100% Whoever- Fred. I don't know if anybody's ever called him that before, but there you go. He's yeah, like like I'm just imagining Fred like. <laughs>
3: a henry henry cavill-sized man but with but just like beefier <laughs> like with like the big old like yeah. caveman musk like skeletal yeah. skeletal you know like oh well, like gabe batista yeah <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> the, like a death battle like like a, the next friends uh, the next flintstones movie but like cast by us and we have to be like accurate to what they're capable of doing they're all just super jacked <laughs> <laughs> there you go Oh, I love it. All right. So I think all of us are voting for Fred. Yeah. Yes. Is anybody not voting for Fred? No, I've got Fred. Well, I think it's Fred across the
2: board. Yeah.
0: Clean, sweet. But as always, so long as we have that poll, it's up to you guys yeah. to vote and let us know who you think should win and why using a poll uh, on Twitter, on the Death Battle Twitter. So let's go ahead and bring up that poll or if Cody has it. Oh okay. yeah.
3: Yeah. Significant Fred Flintstone.
0: Agrees. I feel like anytime you
3: have to start qualifying like, oh, well, if so and so had this and this and th- then it's
0: it's the other person. <laughs> Welcome to death battle. We do that, so That's our day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, figuring that stuff out. Um, awesome. So uh, thank you all for voting on the poll. Um, we will have a pull up for the next community death battle, which will be. What we talked okay. about if it's going so- to be Ice Bear versus somebody else. We so we asked people to
1: throw into the chat and then also in like comments of who they want to see Ice Bear fight. That's right. Some of the ones that I've seen is Ice Bear versus Kuma, right? Which is one I threw out way back. Ice Bear versus the Coca-Cola Bear. Um,
2: <laughs> I mean, he beats the Coca-Cola Bear. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh,
1: Ice Bear versus Yogi Bear. Paddington. Um, then again, the Coca-Cola might have the power to befriend anything. So that would okay. be interesting. Um, Ice Bear versus Smokey Bear. But uh, Smokey, like, we we did research on Smokey the Bear, man. Don't, like Smokey, Smokey Bear the Bear will is. fucking destroy him. <laughs> um, he he, he <laughs> can stop the planet to bits if he wants. Ice to. Bear versus Poe from you know the from Kung Fu Panda, uh, and Ice Bear versus Snake Eyes uh, from G.I. Joe because apparently they have similar backstories. Yes, <laughs> that's the one I was going to bring up. I saw that suggestion. And they're both silent. You thought that was perfect. Um, <laughs> who's Bear Tick? I've seen that one too. Bear Tick is a Pokemon. Uh, it's just a polar bear,
0: Pokemon.
2: <laughs> there he is.
0: is. <laughs> no, I love Ice Bear. Um, I uh think Ice Bear versus Snake Eyes is absolutely hilarious, and I kind of want to do it. They're both yeah. trained
1: in martial arts uh, by a master that was then killed. They're both very quiet, and it's so funny to think about those, <laughs> like this badass, like the coolest the looking call. GI Joe, right? Like oh, by far, yeah. Going up against this just, like, lightly animated, like, or lightly drawn <laughs> <laughs> dopey Calm cartoon bear. Calm looking bear. bear. Yeah. Oh, a Ice sounds Bear versus Skipper? I don't know who Skipper is. Or yeah, I'm not sure either. who
0: that one is. Skipper. I see a couple of that in the chat. Who the hell is Skipper? From what? Yeah. Skipper sounds like a very common name for a character. <laughs> like, I was like, I'll just Google it, but it's probably going to come up with a million things. Skipper. I found a doll that's a bear named
2: Skipper. Hmm. Yeah, see, I think that snake eyes ice bear, that's perfect right there. That's perfect. Look at
0: that. That's a death battle thumbnail right there. The bear versus yeah. the ninja. I love it. <laughs> All right. I think that's what we're going with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. All right. That's the next community death battle. Ice bear <laughs> from Wee Bear Bears versus the G.I. Joe snake eyes.
2: Yes. Holy shit. <laughs> All
0: right. Let us know who you think should win and why using hashtag, hashtag Death cast on Twitter. Skipper there will for be be pull up Uh You can also just answer uh, uh, just uh, uh, to that poll. I'll leave a comment under that poll, and we can take it from there. Um, and with that, I think that wraps everything up. Just to, I know there's some people have tuned in a little late. So just to sort of do a quick repeat of what we said at the beginning of the episode, um, uh, the Red versus Blue Death Battle will, will now be airing on November fifteenth uh, for first members, and we will have a brand new episode November first. That is Saber Wolf versus John Talbane. Uh, our Halloween episode one day after Halloween. So, so close. close. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps uh, on going. Yep. Yeah, and then the series keeps on going. Uh, no episode is being replaced or or or, or uh, w- the the original. November 15th episode is just being bumped to the next slot and so on. Um, so uh, we're not losing any episodes. It's just moved back two weeks, basically. Yeah. Um, and that's it. So again, uh, let us know who you think will win that, uh, uh, that uh, community death battle. Thank you so much, Eddie, for joining us and, and talking Ruby and death battle with us. This was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Back. This was awesome. By the way, Skipper yeah. was the leader of the Penguins from
1: Madagascar.
3: Oh. Oh. Right. I guess I guess the polar. Skipper connection. captain. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the polar connection.
0: He's another one who doesn't really do a lot, though. Other. The other they blow, they do blow shit forward. up,
1: right? Oh, I guess he just bosses the other penguins. In a yeah, day. exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we, we hope you can. Uh, we can have you back on another show, Eddie. This is a lot of fun having you on. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, yeah. All right. And, and thank you again to everybody who tuned in live, even though we were doing this on a different day. Uh, we didn't even mention this, but... Um, this is our 200th episode, guys. Oh yeah! yeah. Hey. Hey. Next,
2: uh, we'll do 201. Uh, we'll make something special next week. Maybe. I have nothing I to celebrate
0: know. with. Um, cheers. This is just iced tea. So this i this is know. just. A, I mean, you too. you had me on, so that was special. <laughs> yeah, there you yeah, go. Very special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Thanks, <All> guys. Right. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> well, we'll wrap up the episode with that. As always, be kind to others. Be kind to yourself. Be awesome. Thanks for watching.
2: Bye-bye.